What up, people? It's your boy J Rock in your ear, literally. And I actually got George here today. Your bo- well, we don't say your boy oh, George, right? Man. We don't boy say your boy George, George. Boy George, we talked about that, bro. <laughs> you saw the pictures. You people, know who Boy George people, is now. We, I want you to Google Boy George, and so that's why he doesn't want you to call. Him. I don't want. That's, that's why he doesn't want me to call him Boy George. That's just not me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So it's your boy J Rock. We got George here. We got Vince here. We're kind of all just we had a big like uh, all company meeting today, and we left the meeting and we went to have uh, some uh, happy hour and some dinner. And now we're back here getting ready for this podcast. So thank you, Muck and Fuzz. Yeah, we had some great food, great drinks. Oh, what did you eat, George? Oh man, I forget what it's. Oh, the pour over. The pour over? over. What was in the burger? Come on, man. You can't oh, come that. on. You got to remember details. this stuff. Too many no, I'm not going to remember I'll you. tell you what. No details. Go get the pour over if you don't like it. Benjamin's well, calling me right now. Oh, let's answer So, that. Benjamin. Benjamin. Hello, hello. Benjamin, one, two. Huh? What's up, bro? Well, so I had the pour over. It was a great burger. Uh, I had a flight, actually, and had four different beers for $10. And they're, uh, you know, they're smaller, maybe four-ounce beers, but uh, they were pretty good. Yeah, um, I mean, definitely Muck and Fuss is a new restaurant here in town. You definitely got to go and try it if you haven't already. It's a bit small, a little quaint, but it it also allows for that uh, little bit of personal time. And and like you said, great craft beers, uh, great food, uh, good service as well. Sky was our was our waitress. And Sky, Sky did great, man. Honestly, she she, she did had a great did. time, did great conversation. Yeah, she did great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I when I go to Muck and Fuss, I tend to always just get the porky tacos. They got some pork in it, some <laughs> mac and cheese, and they got some. I think it's like a thousand island that's in the damn taco. It's pretty good, man. Not too shabby. And then we had the what was it? Cheddar tots. Uh, dude, so she lied to us. I just got tots. I thought it was gonna be uh, tater tots with cheese, with on, cheese on it. Like I wasn't disappointed though. I wasn't at all. Uh, I, mean, I mean, they were good. Yeah, it they was were good, good for Don't sure. Get me wrong. Good food. We had a flight. Then I had all kinds of beers. Yeah, two flights. I, I had one. Calm oh, down. Okay. There's I people you listening two, right I now. You had two. I had one. I had one flight. People, one flight. That means you get four beers, four little beers. What size were they? Like, I think they're three or four ounce beers. Four ounce. I think it's a four ounce, but. Guys, if you haven't been to Muck and Fuss, I've talked about it before on my podcast. I actually talked about it when I was with DJ Flame. I said, hey, it was Cinco de Mayo. I wanted some tacos, and I went and got me some Muck and Fuss tacos. I know it ain't no Mexicano, but, hey, did me did the job good for me. So You know, man, but it's it's a, it's like Tex-Mex and not even Tex-Mex. They're, yeah, they're, it's like it's they're completely like, yeah, different, but just, they are delicious. It's like its own so, style. So, yeah. But anyway... Ben's actually like just called me right now. He's coming up my stairs. I want to think, and he just pulled in. So we're gonna get Ben right, in here. Man, I'm excited. This to see him. Intro. He's coming up the stairs before he pulled in. Something How did he like do that? that? So he's he's dude. It's Ben freaking Langford. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Guys, he's a good dude, man. I hadn't yeah. seen him in a long time. It's actually, gonna be a great conversation. You know what? He, the gentleman works forty hours at HEB, and I see him every time, like at least three times a week. And he still manages to run a business. Still, man, sounds like somebody else I know. Come on. <laughs> well, you work maybe you gotta 20. You got to groceries three times a week? Yeah, I do. Oh, I like my food fresh. Right. Oh, okay. So, guys, uh, again, if this is the first time all three of us has been on our at least an intro or even a podcast. We love our basketball program that's going Absolutely. on. Uh, New Braunfels Hoop Masters. Under New Braunfels Hoop Masters, we train our kids. We're working on Wednesdays and Saturdays in New Braunfels. And then uh, we also, under Hoop Masters, we have a select program, which I've also talked about. So it's a blessing to have these two gentlemen working with me, and these guys have brought so much joy to our program. And uh, just you know, Vince has been been coaching me for a good while now, 
And for George to join this past uh, couple months, it's been a big change. George has made a big dent into our program. We're very Appreciate excited for him to be here. So um, if you haven't checked us out, check us out on Facebook. We're on Instagram, uh, NB Hoopmasters. And we actually have a plate sale this Saturday. As you're listening to this today, it's probably Thursday or Friday. I'm posting this Thursday night. It's Thursday right now. And so we're going to kind of just put it out there. So if we can make it out Saturday, we're going to be across Lutheran, 2171 East Common Street. We'll be there from 11 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. And uh, come check us out. Come come support our program. So, And if you guys hadn't had my dad's chicken, come and get it, man. I promise it's probably one of the best in town. Yeah. Um, if you don't like it, uh, maybe I'll reimburse you. I'll think about it. Yeah, just don't tell his dad because his, his dad's going to allow him out. <laughs> <laughs> He, he takes pride in his I food, though. Johnny. He takes pride in his yes, food, and he does great. He goes to competitions, and he does really well every time. So uh, just come come check it out, come man. Check it out, yeah. even, it out. even aside from checking out my dad's chicken, we're supporting the, this local youth group. So it's a big deal, man, and we'd appreciate it. It's an amazing thing, guys. You're going to help us out. You're going to help us get some equipment, get these boys into uh, just more, more tournaments. Or depending on what we can do with it, we're just trying to just raise money for our program. So. All right, guys, that's our five-minute intro rant. We went a little over, but we're having fun. And uh, the next thing here is what Benji. Oh, he's walking in right now. It's your boy, J-Rock, in your ear, literally. And George just broke my chair right now. I broke a chair, not you. <laughs> it's my chair. Well, you know. He got up and he broke it. Didn't, aren't you doing keto right now? <laughs> I'm 35 pounds down, man. Yeah, you're 35 pounds down and you're imagine, still breaking chips. Imagine if I wasn't on keto. Oh my <laughs> I work in progress. I would have broke the too. <laughs> I would have been in your neighbor's no, house. <laughs> People, we are here. It is a Thursday night. The podcasts are growing. The podcasts are going. And like I said yesterday, if you listen to DJ Flame and myself yesterday, I really appreciate it. You're listening to J-Rock in a podcast. And again, I appreciate you listening. Today I got my buddy Ben Langford here, and I actually got George again. Fred, you heard in the intro, he stuck around. I thought he was going to leave after the intro, but he stuck around. I decided to, man. I like Ben. <laughs> you like Ben? Oh, okay, so you stayed here for Ben, but not for me? Oh, whatever. I see how this is, man. This is messed up. So, Ben, say what's up to the people, Ben. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's good to be here. Do you hear that? Old, old buddies yeah, right old here. Buddies, man, dude. Freshman basketball. Freshman let's go. New Bravos High School Coach basketball, B-Lane. bro. B team, baby. I think the I one. You guys like half my life. If there's one thing that we all are scared of, it's Daniel's fucking hair chest. Oh, <laughs> and sticky. Hey, P. A-B. Sticky, so, right? we're, we're, yeah. so we played New Braunfels High School basketball together. We're freshmen together. Uh, there was a gentleman named Daniel uh, Aguilar, and he we called Shout him A-P. Daniel. Shout out to Daniel. Uh, A-P for Austin Powers. because he Who had named a, him A-P? Oh. It was Anthony. Oh, was it you? Was oh, okay. Okay. I haven't given Anthony that fucking. I named A-P? I named J Rock. <laughs> oh, you did Just name so you me. People, Dang. people, if you're, if you're happy out there and, yeah. and you appreciate my name, you can thank George because he gave me the name J Rock, you know. But whatever. You're yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you ain't getting your royalties, I'll tell you that, that's for sure. So, <laughs> Ben here, you know. so the reason why we brought Ben in, other than the fact that he's a good buddy of ours, uh, Ben actually runs his own business here in New Braunfels, and he it's actually in the water. Like you won't find J Rock in the water very much, uh, other than this beautiful body being now in the, in the free world. <laughs> so Ben, what is it that you do 
and uh, tell the people what you do and actually when you started this. So I am a fishing guide. Um, I take people out for people that know what a fishing guide is. Take people out, whether you're experienced, whether you're just starting out. I'll take you know take people out, help them catch fish, teach them how to catch fish themselves. Nice. And uh, yeah, just kind of share my passion with people. So what kind of, again, when did you start this? Oh, uh, when did I start? Uh, so this will be my first full year okay. guiding. So I started... What early 2018? Okay, it was kind of like a soft start. Like had a lot of you know, I have a little 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 one born around that time. She was real little. Started staying home at that time. So had my job. Started mm-hmm. with the guiding business, and uh, just kind of getting off the ground. Now it's starting. It's really picking up now. What was kind of like? Uh, what was? Oh, what was kind of? Oh, he's got he's got his phone going. No, you're good. You're good. It happens. What happens when you when you're doing these things? Got kiddo. Got, got kiddo at home. <laughs> yeah, right. Ready to call you? Get your ass home right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's like, I'm listening. Live. Right. <laughs> no, you're good. So <clears throat> when you're getting this thing going, like, um, like, okay, so did you always fish when you were younger? Did you did you fish when you were with your dad? Like, uh, what got you into fishing? Man, I mean, my honestly, some of my first memories in life have been me fishing. Really? I have, uh, it's just kind of like a family thing. Like everybody in my family fishes. It's just kind of like any kind of family event. We go to the park or anything like yeah. that. There's always some fishing poles involved. Um, actually, I actually have a commercial this. fisherman in my family. Really? My old, yeah, he's a uh, gayler, Uncle Gaylord. He actually is probably like in his. Eugene. Late 80s, 90s, <laughs> now this is back in the day when like okay. there was no fishing limits. Like <laughs> the pictures he would show us of like his whole yard full of how many you know, fi- red Did he ever tell you how many fish he caught in like one day? Oh, it, I mean just showing the pictures are just like unreal. You know, really? this is back in the day where this the fishing stocks, you know, like he's fishing in the 1950s, 1940s. Just getting like down. just getting now, down, now putting out. Limits, man. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was, was telling us, just grabbing him and throwing over he, his he shoulder. Would, he <laughs> had rigged up a bicycle where he was at because he was out of Galveston, I think. Okay, back before Galveston was just like all you know, polluted. And it's pretty polluted. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. Like you know, back in the day, Galveston was like some world class fishing, and he actually would uh, like kite fish. He had like somehow um, a kite hooked on with some string with lines hanging out out of it and let it go and had like a crank. And so, you know, it was always windy at the beach. Yeah. And so he'd pull that, that kite way out with a bunch of lines in it. And he would just be, you know, with a hundred hooks or whatever on it. Are you serious? Yeah. Bring in. That's cool, man. Like whatever was in the surf, like he was going to catch it. Yeah. This is, this is back then. I don't think you can do that now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll be, getting a visit from the game warden real quick. Right, yeah, they'll be right there at the end with their hands on their on their waist and Captain freaking. So, so let me let me ask you, man. I mean, you grew up fishing. Like you're saying, you know, your youngest memories are fishing. Where, what, like, do you recall a moment where you really fell in love with it, though? Uh, man, I know that's tough. I, a tough question, but um, I felt like, man, jeez. I felt like I was always really interested in, always really into not just fishing, but just like outdoors in general. Yeah, like yeah. Going hiking and 
For no, sure. I would say like I was raised in the creeks, not in the streets. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, man. I love it, bro. I love it, man. That's you know, your next business teacher. Yes. You just made your dude. That's that's like boom. You're gonna make a thousand. You're gonna make six figures off that bad boy right yeah, there. That's raised cool, in the creeks and the streets. Dang, dude, that's what's so right So I used to just you know like literally me and my cousin would just go walk in the creeks, just looking for frogs or whatever. You know, like. Creeks, drainage, ditches, anything. Yeah, of course, man. And uh, it's funny we answered any question. Like, well, when no, I first still, fell in I love like with it. Built love I think I always it. like was in love with the outdoors, but I feel like once I had a little more independence, I could drive. Um, I was like fishing every day, like high. Yeah, as soon yeah. as I got a car, had a tr- like my first truck in nineteen eighty eight, like super huge long bed. Like yeah. deer with big deer slayer on the front, like I could just like run into anything <laughs> and just like not do it. And I'll just throw my rods in the back with you know one of my buddies or two, and we yeah. just go. That's cool, man. Go fish, and I guess that's really when I like was like, man, I can you know do this every when day. You really yeah, like if I have like that's when I was like, yeah, if when I could have any kind of free time, like that's where I would want to spend. That's it. Cool. You, you know what this so, this is gonna be might be a question out there, but this is, might be pretty funny. It's like you're young and like we're going out and you go hang out and we're out going to parties at like 16, 17, you have your first beer. It's like, so when did you have your first beer when you went fishing? I was in college. Bro. Man, uh, Get the hell out of here. my first beer. You know what? I was really actually like in most of high school and stuff. I, like how I was pretty, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> He's pouring a beer in his glass. I don't, I don't mess around. I bring up my own glass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Actually, it was kind of like a, as far as like drinking goes, I kind of waited. I was actually at UT Austin before I had my first beer. No way. I actually have a funny story about like. Let's hear it. So I was, about actually tobacco. I was fishing, like I was, you know, real young in high school. One of my buddies had like a can of dip and we were uh, wading in this creek with, you know, some waders on. So we're like, you know, almost like chest deep in this. In this, so you're uh, in the water, in the water, up to your chest, walking in this, like, like in a creek where it's like mucky water, like stinky water. My boy Dylan, shout out to Dylan D's. Uh, oh man, Dylan D's, way fucking back, way, Put some way, D's on it. <laughs> way back <laughs> in the day. Uh, he gave me some grizzly winter green long cut. That's made me walking. Sick. I was just walking in this mucky creek. And I was like, like, we were maybe like halfway down this creek, and I was like, man, what is this? I threw it out of my mouth, and I'm just super nauseous, like walking through this stinky <laughs> creek. Like, I was like, man, I was gonna fish. This is just horrible. Like, last time I took a dip, too. So, you smell the, you smell the creek, like, you smell those fumes from there. You have a nasty, like, grizzly taste <laughs> in your mouth. Like, it's just like, I'm pretty sure, like, some of it has not yeah. swallowed some of oh, it. Of like, no, I'm super oh, nauseous. Especially like, if it's your first dip, dude. Like, you, you know, like, you don't know what you're doing. You like, do, have you, you, you done dip before, George? I've, I used to dip a lot, but I do remember my first dip as well. <laughs> and I threw up, man. It's it really? horrible. Yes, bro. Yes, I've never bro. done dip, but I've done the little pouches before. Oh, man. I think it well, was, like, 1920 when I was doing them, but... They give me a headache. But I do like as I was. I used to work in the kitchen, but other yeah, than that, I, I didn't ever get pouches because I'm just you know. I always thought I was a just a man, so I just didn't want to. <laughs> I thought you were a man. Your yeah, beard I mean, I shows you you're a man. <laughs> you know, boys I just got couldn't bring beard. myself to do pouches. You know, just boys got more beard on his <laughs> got that red man chew. Oh man, I love red man too, man. Uh, I used to do you know, like, like, like red man chews. All right, 
Yeah. Just like raisins. Fuck that dust, man. So, okay, so back to fishing. No, yeah, going back to fishing. So, so how does somebody, like, how do you get somebody to do, take this adventure with you? Like, do you have anything online? Is it because of people you know? Are you, Um, like, how are you promoting this thing? So, right now, it's kind of, you know, I'm not, definitely not, like, I wouldn't consider myself a very, like, savvy, like, social media guy. I was never one to, like, really get on Facebook, you know, really not spend a whole lot of time on. I just recently, just for the fishing guy business, got an Instagram, Twitter, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's really how I've been promoting lately. Um, I guess in the beginning, kind of word of mouth, like taking friends out or taking people out for free and just kind of building my, you know, my reputation. That's really what I want to do right now. It's like, I, okay. even if I'm not taking out a ton of people, the people I do take out, yeah. I want them to just, I mean, have like a amazing, amazing time. time, like yeah. not like the you know not compromise on the quality of my trip. You know, like I am a very thorough person, and I like even before we go. I mean, I you know the the places I fish, like I you know most of the places I fish have been fishing my whole life. But then besides that, like the week leading up to a trip, I'm going out, you know, scouting, like yeah, yeah just always. Doing the work, yeah, like doing, yeah, you, doing the doing the studying, basically, exactly. what you're yeah, going to go take your your guests or your your you know your customer too, yeah, basically, definitely. Um, so going back to the fact of like um, where you're at with like being patient and starting off slowly, basically with it, like taking your friends for free. That's what I was going for free. Like, what do you in in your mind of business? Now that I'm going business wise here. Um, this is what I kind of love about doing this. When you talk about free, like, do you in, do you understand that you have to do the free? Do you enjoy doing the free? Is it just what's part of the process? Like, how do you see that? Like, I mean, I mean, that's a big part. I mean, go with any, like, it. You you see, you know, like me going out fishing, and that and that's something I really enjoy. But then the, the whole other business side of it, you know had to you know file taxes for myself the first time mm-hmm. like yeah. or you know yeah. as a sole proprietor yeah. you know getting you know it's so much of especially in your brothels like there's a lot of groups um like you know business groups here Social in your brothels yeah it's, it's so much of so stuff, much of yeah. it is networking yeah um they call me all the time and they're like hey come join my group you know why they want me right i'm just playing just joking but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no but social uh the the networking is a big thing and and your type of business um that's where i saw myself like i went to a lot of these networking groups here in town and don't get me wrong they do great people so if you're listening to this and you go to them don't get me wrong i'm not bashing them but you have to almost have a certain type of business to go there you know, and with me being in the wrestling business, it was good in some ways. But then I'd look at it and be like, everybody, you, when they looked at wrestling, they looked at it like I, as if I was foreign. They're like, like nobody just doesn't do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's all, I'm not saying that nobody else is doing your business, but it's almost like that's what made me, you, no. it made it unique about when you told me about it, when I saw it on your Facebook. Yeah. When you, when you told me what you were doing. So, but again, going back to it, it was just like, I feel like I did things for free for like 10 years, eight years. Like I coached basketball since I was 15 in high school as freshman playing ball with y'all. It's so crazy. I started coaching and that led me to boom, a business, growing a business, having guys come in and help me and work for me or work with us. That's where it's been. So it's like, that's what I like to at least give you my point of it of being like understanding that free is good. 
And anybody else that's like worked hard or had this business that they built themselves, they had to do shit for free. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're starting, wanting to start a business, you got to understand, depending on your business, you may have to do things for free. And the more you do and the longer you do it, not only are you get an experience, Definitely. but at the same time, you're building people to trust you. And that's what I had to do. No degree to tell that I was coaching kids, teaching kids, but people trusted me because of the work that they saw that I did over the years. Yeah. And I think that's something. That I feel like also people appreciate too. like a passion, you know, oh, like for if sure. you're willing to do things for, for low cost or free even like, and it's something that you are really, you, you know, you feel worthwhile like it's worth it you know it's oh, worth like sure. it's not like we're not i'm not doing this for money like you know i'm not it's just the passion yeah like yeah it, i'm like i always you know having i have a three-year-old little girl ava like the love of my life, just turned three um that's one of the reasons why i got into it happy birthday hey, happy hey, birthday single the mile it's cool now yeah, it's cool now <laughs> yeah i don't know about <laughs> i see his college and he goes hey dad but I'll tell you this, at least she has the last name Langford, <laughs> because everybody be like, yo ass ain't Mexican. <laughs> so, so funny. back to the, um, sorry. Oh, oh no, like, my dog definitely, uh, having her, I actually, it's weird as it sounds like, I really didn't think I'd be guiding. Like, as much as I love fishing, as much as I love teaching people, um, I think every, I was, for a long time in my life, I feel like I was listening to, you know, and, and listening to people that even love me, but I wasn't really feeling, like, listening to that voice yeah. that inside of me, and I was listening, hey, you know, you graduated from UT Austin, like, you should be doing this, so you should be, you know, even, like, I, you know, I have a, a psych major, even when I was going... And for, and, and for that, they're like, oh, you know, you have to get your doctorate and you have to, you know, do this and that. You're going to, oh, are you going to be yeah. a doctor this and that? And I feel like I was getting pulled in all these directions when I really wasn't listening to myself and what I wanted. And uh, so you've graduated. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm done. You graduated. Yeah. How many graduated, years did you go to school? Uh, what, four and a half. So I got my bachelor's in psychology. Awesome, um, man. Congrats. Yeah. So, so I've been, I, I mean, I, so this is kind of where I get a little deep with this, knowing this now. So, like, where when you did when you went to school and did everything, are you f- trying to find a job for what you majored? Yeah. In right so now, once, or? like, okay, well, I when graduated, graduate? two thousand and eleven. Okay. So fall two thousand eleven. Um, at that time, like, you know, the bubble burst two thousand eight. Still kind of recovering. The job market and stuff yeah. wasn't great when I wasn't that great when I graduated. Um, looking for work in because uh, I've been with HEB for what thirty. Almost 14 years Long now. Time, Dang, Almost yeah, 14 years, that. yeah. Wow. You, you got me the job. I got you the job, right? Yeah. Look at that, people. I got the mother... A job. In there, yeah. 14 oh, years. Oh, jeez. I mean, that... You know, Gee, do who else? Are you getting paid by me, too? Vince sitting on the couch. Vince gets sitting on the couch over there. You getting paid by me, too, over there? <laughs> Don't look at me, man. Don't ask me. Dang it, bro. See, your boy J-Rock's got some, some depth in here. You get you a job. You know what I'm saying? Get the fat right, here. Hold on. So you graduate. So anyway. Yeah. So, so like they, uh, I mean, even at HEB, like, because they paid for a lot of my school. Like, I got a scholarship yeah, through HEB, yeah, yeah. paid for a lot of my school. Man, so they kind of, uh, I even applied at the time. Like, I was, my thoughts were I was just going to go into human resources with HEB, get this cushy, you know, uh, 
corporate job. Nothing, you know, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, no, no. And uh, I don't know. Something was telling me, like, unless you're not passionate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, that's where the problem comes in. That's, that's but, and I've always been like where I, I'm a guy. Like I feel like I feel like lucky. I you know my family's very supportive. Always been super supportive of everything. I oh, do. dude. I, so like I just feel. I mean, I'm just especially as I'm you know now a father, looking back at my life, like seeing, I'm like I'm, I'm just fortunate. You know, I'm just yeah, very fortunate. Dude, and people like dad, I just got supported. Yeah, my dad. You your know? dad loves what you do because he, for working at MBU, he comes. He'd come pay the bill. Yeah. And dude, I saw him like twice and I saw Langford and that's like, I seen your dad, but it was like, again, it was like years mm-hmm. ago in basketball. Have you seen so his like, brother? His dad probably yeah, oh, dude, his, like them, His so. brother's an asshole. I've never seen right? <laughs> I, like, I love him. I, like, I love Nick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Nick. No, he isn't. Like, I love him because he's an asshole. Like, that's why I love him. No, but his dad, his dad would come pay the bill. And I think it was like the third time I'm like, I was like, it's like, your son Ben. And and then he's like, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, and he's like, oh, I thought I recognized you, little fat kid from basketball. No, I'm just <laughs> he's like, no, I thought I recognized well, you too, hanging out with him back. Rolling around with the ball and shit. Hold on, let me get back to something a little, a little more serious. So, like, you're saying your family's been supportive, man. So, I mean, you graduated, you're working at HB, right? Yeah. You're looking for another job, and you're realizing, all right, man, this degree I just worked for is not really the career I want to pursue, right? Yeah, I mean, I, um, like I. I, uh, somewhat, I, uh, looking, like, when I was going, okay, when I was going to, you know, when I was first, let's go back to, like, when I was looking for a major when I first started yeah, out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, AT, sure. I, uh, um, applied to the business school, which is, like, a really prestigious school at UT, um, you, you get into UT, and then you have to apply to get into yeah, it. Yeah, so, it's a whole nother level. Yeah, it's a whole nother level, and, uh, I was taking all these classes my freshman year, like, all these math classes, economics, all the stuff to like kind of prep me to go into the business school mm. and I'm making good grades. And I was like realizing like, man, I do not like doing this. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. staying late up late every night with just yeah. crazy homework. I mean, I'm working at the time, I'm working 35 hours still like trying to pay as much of my school as possible. Yeah. And like, I know a lot of people like Where you struggle. No, I was, I was living in, Austin. Okay, I was living, cool. I was living in a dorm. So that, I feel, you know, driving in Austin is just, even if you live it's miserable. five oh, miles cool, away, dude. it's going to take you 30 minutes to get to school. Yeah, and then yeah. and good luck finding park. Yeah. yeah good luck works. finding yeah. parking. Like it's, yeah. you just have to revolve your whole day around it. But anyway, I was like, look, you know, not, you know, kind of feeling conflicted about like what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I, I was just listening to all these people like telling me, Hey, you need to do this. Can you do that? Um, I always actually, um, one of my favorite, probably, you know, my, my favorite teacher in high school, Coach Kilford, my mm. psychology professor, or psychology <laughs> teacher, great, you know, great teacher, you know, really, you know, that's something, I'm, I'm passionate about psychology too, you know, it's yeah. something that I, you know, I'm interested in knowing why people do things, you know, yeah, there's, explain, every, explain what, explain what that is to the people that don't know what that is. Oh, like, um, the psychology. discipline of psychology, I mean, it's, it's, it's diverse. I mean, it's, it's science oriented, you know, as you look into the, the hormones of the brain, the structures of the brain, you know, sometimes there's physical abnormalities that may be causing, um, you know, a certain behavior or, and then also, you know, there's, you know, just the way we were brought up, you know, our yeah, environment, absolutely. you know, our having, uh, you know, like, you know, how, how your parent, you know, whether you, you know, think you're, you know, have great parents or not, whether you like agree with everything, 
or not what your parents have done, like they're a part of you. You know, you're, you do, your behaviors are, they're not, you know, not predetermined, but you're more like, you know, it's like, it's, it's an argument. It's, yeah, it's, a na- it's a na- a, nature versus nurture. I mean, yeah. it's, it's both. It's an Absolutely. argument I have with myself today, honestly. Yeah, like seriously, well, and it's also it, it comes down to mannerisms, body language. Like, there's so many different parts of psychology. Like, oh yeah, you can just I can sit here and just watch you and tell if you're interested in this conversation, or if you even you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no. React. There's so the many different. It's a day to day. You use day to day stuff. Really I feel cool. like it's those are come in handy. Yeah. Those are my favorite classes in college, man. Were psychology. <laughs> and all things also oh, like was I almost uh, I was just three hours away of getting my double major in government too. Yeah. And there's a part where I was like, I'm, you know, like should I go into government? You know, like uh, I don't really friends. like. Well, <laughs> I had to rest on my friends <laughs> just for like shits and giggles. I know. I was like, putting this paperwork. I just too many I'm, compromising I'm gonna, pictures I'm gonna, of me at parties. I'm gonna race. I'm, I'm gonna arrest all these motherfuckers. <laughs> and then when they get out, got you, motherfucker. <laughs> got you, bitch. <laughs> No, okay. so uh, I would, you know, like, you know, looking back on it, I, you know, I wish, you know, someone like, and that's something that I, my, you know, that my parents were, you know, like, you know, they, I already said like, they're very supportive, but I feel like, you know, I was almost afraid of like telling people, Hey, this is what I, you know, like, I don't, you know, feel like what I'm doing is, you know, maybe the right thing. You know, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm I was questioning myself, questioning yeah. what I was doing. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like going to school doing like, what I'm supposed to do. I hate that. I, I hate that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's, and that's I the thing, that. like, everybody's, and, that. and now that you've gotten older, like, I realize, like, talking to people, and there's so many that. people, you know, even at, like, you know, I have friends at UT that are lawyers now that yeah. are, you know, like, making 250K a year plus. Miserable. Yeah. Miserable as hell. Yeah, it's not, and then they see me doing this and be like, hey, you know, that's like, and that's like, and they're super and supportive of me. That is the biggest thing. I've talked about this before on my podcast. I actually talked about this last episode was the fact that I've met people in this town that make six to seven digits and are miserable as hell. Yeah. They're, fa- they're, they're kids. They don't even want them. They don't know their kids. They, I mean, they're, if you're working. Because they're working and then their kids are working for them. And this, again, this guy I met, bro. Went to uh, again. I said it before, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fast with this. Met this. Saw, met this guy. Saw this guy two weeks in a row. I'm fucking miserable as fuck at this time too. So I'm going to the bar multiple times in a week, or every other week. See him on the third week. I'm like, dude, what's your name? Blah blah blah. We talk. Uh, yeah, this is what I do. I make this much money. I'm like, why are you sitting here every week? I don't know what to do. With my money. I'm miserable. I hate my life. Nobody talks to me. I don't have no friends. Yeah, like, dude, and he's like, stuff. what about your family? My kids. They all work for me. I got six kids. They all work for me. They're so busy around the states, like I don't even see him. Yeah, he's like, dude, I can buy everybody that wants to walk into this bar for the next two weeks beer, and that be okay. Really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you know? but it doesn't matter. And I think that at the end of the day, like it's, like you're saying, and like I've said for years, I've lost relationships on the shit that I've wanted to do on my businesses and shit because I've realized that I wanted to be happy. Like, I knew that what I was doing with the basketball stuff was eventually going to get me there. And so it's it's kind of crazy because I've heard this before. Like you said, it's the thing to do. Go to school, graduate, go to college. Go to college and do what? Because you can't really – who has it figured out actually by the time you're out of college? I mean, I think in life, period, people don't have it figured yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they'll be 67 years old at the end of their life, and then you're, you're on your deathbed looking around being like, damn, there's no one here. 
because I spent my whole life just on the grindstone doing what other people think that, you know, what people have told me to do. And, like, I don't want to be there. And, like, I I mean, it's my, this is, we got real deep real quick, but. Oh, no. No, it's uh, good shit, though. It's good stuff. It's, life is simple, but we make a good, good, like, we're good at fucking complicating it. Oh, yeah. Like, very good at The way we think, the way we're reacting, the way things happen to us, too, like, on a, on a daily basis. I think too many people think about right now and, like, what happens right now instead of reacting to to understand about being patient and working for the future and working for three years. Figure out what you want to do. Do you want to do a three-year three year span, five-year span, seven, or ten? Figure it out. But when but you got to have that figured out because when that, that, that time frame ends, if what you were trying to do doesn't happen, then you need to change it. And if you can't change it within that time frame, then you're never going to get better. And I think at this time, like I said, like we're so – everybody gets so stuck in that. You go to school and do this, do that, do that, do that, do this. Then you get out, but you really don't have it figured out. I, I listen well, to, not, like, I listen to interrupt you or anything, but like it's, it's just so like much. life's a, you know, it's a race, but it's not a race against anybody. It's right. You're, you're racing yourself. It's like it's, it's, you know, it's really like, it's like when people compare like, I feel like it's a mistake a lot of people make is like, and it's, it's like hard not to compare yourself with other people oh, yeah. like i mean like yeah. just yeah. me it's being a fishing guy i look at other you know i'm friends yeah. with other fishing guides of course you know like i want to compare myself to my peers and things like that but you can't everybody's on their own path their own yeah. journey like you can't compare your journey with somebody else like there might there might be at a certain a different point of their journey and it's about just respecting others and like you know you know loving yourself and and being able to be patient with yourself and and realize that even though you might not be feel like man i'm not really like doing a lot of moves right now to get to where i'm at sometimes just sitting back and thinking about hey what what do i need to do like you know thinking about your feel you know thinking about that's that's progress and and that's something something like we are you know i feel like especially in this country like we we do a bad job of that like oh for sure like if you're not if you're not, uh, you know, freaking making money, you're doing this and this and that. You're you're stagnant or something right, like absolutely. that. Sometimes you need like if I, more people would just be like, hey. Sometimes you know, you know, it's okay to sit back and relax and like look at. I think relax look at and view. study, man. Yeah, you know, you're friends with other guides. Sit back and look at what they're doing in their businesses. What's been successful? What's you know what what kind of failures have they had? What moves did they make that got them to where you want to go? Yeah, right? yeah. And I think that's important. That, you know, and th- and, uh, th- that's what I learned off of about two years ago. Like, so my, we, we got a minute on at least anchor right now for me to go. But I learned that two years ago, right when I was able to, my, my mind changed on my, my relationship. My mind swung. Like, I, I focused. So Eric Thomas taught me to a point where it's like this. You put yourself around people that are doing the same thing that you're doing. You're going to build yourself stronger because you're around an area where you're going to learn. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you become stronger to a point to where you're building your own, you're investing in yourself by being around those people, being around people that are going to help my business grow, that I can trust. And when you get to that point, you're going to constantly just keep thinking about it and growing. I've talked to these guys today, like the businesses, that's all I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry for you in a couple of years, but that's what's going to happen. We're about to jump off of anchor and go into the second part, people. Thank you. Gangster music. Love it. Kicks.
gangster music. <laughs> George says gangster music. Dude. I like country, man. It's a little different for me. So, should I just play a little bit of Yeehaw for you? Hey. Don't ever agree with him again, man. Oh man, so we're back here. We went to the first 30 minutes, and we're back for the second 30 minutes. If you're listening to this on Spotify or pretty much anything else other than Anchor, um, you didn't hear the split, but you're probably gonna get a sponsor in between there listening to my beautiful voice, by the way. But we are back here with Benjamin Langford. Hey guys, I didn't get to mention this the first part. This voice of Ben, dude, is like this deep voice. Oh, it's beautiful. It's- it's beautiful. You like this. You like it. No, man, it's so like, funny. I've always thought his voice was kind of just like unique, so that's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, so um, Ben, let's get back to the business of what you got, man. So you're, re- you're returning trips. Like, how is it you take these people on trips? How is it to return? Do they come back? You know, how they how they liking the trips when they uh, when they go out with you, man? And, and what are you going on? Do you have a boat? What are you doing? Or what, what do you got going so, on? So right now it's all out of, uh, it's pretty unique. Like it's all out of kayaks and just wade fishing. Nice. Which okay. I love, man. It's very personal. Yeah. I love that, bro. I feel like, man, people haven't, you haven't fought a f- big fish until you've fought a big fish out of a kayak. Uh, yeah. Really? And it pulls yeah. you around. And it, and it gets you, you wet. Oh, man. And yeah, it's a, it's a whole different experience. Nice. So like the big and wade. And, yeah, waiting, as as- and you see that fish coming up on you when you're standing in the yeah. water. You're like. Oh man, it's yeah. intense. Okay, sorry, <laughs> I hadn't fished with you, but I know the experience, and I, yeah. I love that you're giving that to people, man. Yeah, it's very, you know, that's one thing I, you know, I've always, I, like, you know, I've, I've fished off a boat. Like my dad, you know, owned a boat like pretty much my whole life. But there's something about, you know, being in the water, being yeah. right. You know, I one of my first, uh, I, growing up, we had a my cousin had a canoe, and I mean, we were as soon as I could drive. Like I was yeah. taking that canoe out and he was a couple years younger than me. So it was what, 16, he was 14 cool. and we had some like crazy trips out, you know, I don't know how y'all are familiar with Calaveras Lake. Yes. We go out there on a canoe. Got a bunch of redfish out there, man. Yeah. Back, really? uh, you know, at 16, at 16. Coach yeah. Hines, now you know why Ben wasn't at practice. <laughs> 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 oh, no, man. like this. I call him, hey, my arm's in a cast. <laughs> I'm so glad we're recording this. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, we'd go out. Man. I mean, this is something I've always been passionate about. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking about, like, the return trips. Um, that's one thing, like, you know, starting out. Um, like, well, actually, when I first started, like, the one of the first, when I first bought my license, it was the week of Hurricane Harvey. Oh man! So oh, that man. pretty much mucked up everything for yeah. like the next couple months. Like, you know, there was flooding, especially you know, kayak and wading. Like, you can't. There's no way, man. Like, I'm, that's one thing you know I'll never do with my business is risk somebody. If we're yeah, over, it's absolutely. over 15 mile an hour winds. Not we're not going to take the it. kayaks yeah, out. Absolutely. You know, we'll reschedule a trip or doing something like that. But as far, I mean, that's something. Uh, as far as the return trips, uh, that's something that's really like motivated me because the people I have taken out have just loved it. You that's know, good, like, man. I've had guys have already taken three trips with me. Awesome, you know, man. yeah. And that says something, man. <clears throat> yeah, and like I'm, really you know, does. focused on the experience. Like, um, I uh, actually am. I even mentioned I'm certified with Texas Parks and Wildlife as a as a guide, obviously, but I'm also certified as a Texas um, angler educator. 
Oh, nice. You know, I volunteer. You know, I've taken classes with Texas Park on Wildlife about, you know, how, how to teach kids. And that's something, like, I like, you know, even, you know, I'm, of course, I like taking people out that are experienced and, like, you know, I don't really have to, you know, I'm pretty much just taking them to an area where the fish are. And yeah, yeah. as far as the fishing goes, like, they pretty much got it. But um, for me, like, the more rewarding part is the people that I take out and they're, you know, the, their first cast with the spinning reels, the spinning reels upside down. Yeah. Like, they don't even, like, have. I don't know nothing about fishing, man. Yeah, I never, you know, yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, some people are kind of self-conscious, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a guide. I'm going to be, of course, you know, like, you know, I'm an experienced person as far as fishing goes. I'm going to be judging their, you know, how they fish or anything like that. It's not. Yeah. Like, I am, you know, there's parts of my life where I actually wanted to be a teacher. And, and I still, you know, like, that's one of the things with being a guy. Like, I get out of it. So get to like, I get, to yeah. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. And, of course, I love to fish. You know, love to catch fish, put people on fish. But um, my greatest joy is for, you know, of course, like, I want to, you know, have people come back. But, you know, I just had a person recently um, who went out. We went uh, trout fishing on the Guadalupe River. Really unique fishery. Um, the southernmost trout fishery in the whole U.S., so, really? I mean, growing up in New Braunfels, yeah. Most people don't even know that. Like, Oh, New Braunfels is great, man. Yeah. Braunfels, especially coming out of Canyon Lake. Yeah, it doesn't even look like Texas. I bring people out there, oh, and man. it's cliffs, it's limestone, it's beautiful. you know, cliffs going up 200 feet, 200 plus feet on either side, crystal clear water, Dang. cold water. People are like, this is Texas? Like, where are we well, at? You know, yeah. you know, man, to me, it seems like you're giving people the experience you talked about earlier. The experience you had as a kid, going out yeah. and fishing and falling in love with it, man. It seems like that's your heart and like to give that to other people and, and giving them enough tools to go out and maybe try it themselves. Yeah, exactly. You know, of course, yeah, they're coming back. You said you've had, you know, people that come back twice or three times. Like, mm-hmm. and that's great, man. Like they enjoy the experience, but I feel like you're giving people enough tools to go out and do it themselves and just try it and see how they do, man. Yes. Do you ever feel like as you're going through like, like maybe even recently just like going through and you're just like watching even yourself, like even though you're guiding and doing anything. Yeah, like, no, it definitely is surreal. Like catching like, a moment, you're just like, damn. It's like, funny because I even, like, not, not like this kind of seemed, you know, like, um, I mean, there's been times where like the end of the trip, like I have, I feel like I'm having as much fun as these the, guys. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, or well, more. That's dream, and I would even like, yeah, oh, even one point. time I was actually leaving, point. already pulling my truck back. Passion, and the guy was like, I haven't even paid you yet. And like yeah, honestly, like well, I, yeah. yeah, like I was like, oh, like it felt like you know I something I liked so fishing. much. <laughs> you forgot to get paid. Really? <laughs> I forgot to get paid. Yeah, that's great, man. That's great, man. I, honestly, man, I love that. You know, had an envelope like hey, in my window and show. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, man, no, it's, it's what it's about. I love that because it shows me your heart, bro. This is not. Yeah, it's a business, man, and obviously anyone that owns a business doesn't do it to fail. You want to grow a yeah, successful no, business, no. and that's cool. But your heart's in it, bro. Your yeah. heart's in it for the right reason. I love that, man. And I think that's what makes it so great about what we do. Like I said, man, it's just the fact that we just love coaching these kids, and you just do it. That's why I love having these conversations. Yeah. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'm enjoying that I get to bring Ben back. I've seen. I like I said, I was talking about in the intro that I get to see you at work. But you know, like just the fact of bringing an old friend back and talking about their stuff is awesome, man. So uh, going into that, so you're going into the bait now. I want to talk about your bait. What what is it that you use for bait? You, you use anything unique? 
confused. Like, hold on, guys, that's secret. We're I know, right now. I gotta. No, I'm kidding. No, because what kind of question you got now? You know, I'm not. You know, it's funny. Like, you buy Danny Saddle tacos for Yeah, tomorrow. That's all Mexican. Barbacoa from NC's. That's it. I want the barbacoa better be cooked in the ground. Like, that'd be that real cheap. No. Now, as far as bait goes, uh, it's something, it's funny because um, I grew up fishing with some old heads. You know, I didn't go, fi- I didn't grow up fishing in this, like, uh, you know, take a, you have a photo shoot with every fish you catch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up fishing with my dad and uh, actually his, one of his friends at work, Brad Hitchens, yeah, shout out to Brad. Um, those two men have taught me more about fishing a lot about life. Um, we take out this, it's so funny because people would be, I mean, Brad still has the same boat since I was a little, a little boy. It's like an 85 Mercury Bass Tracker, 15 foot. (laughs) My kayak, okay. I have a kayak that's 14 and a half foot. His John boat is 15 foot. (laughs) I'm like, Brad, like, (laughs) upgrade, bro. That's no, so, for real. So like, kid down, a, a kid down the street would love this boat. Like, it's, it's made, yeah. get yourself a it's bigger boat. Of, I was like, dude. It's made out of wood. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, right? He's had to, like, I mean, the, the, I mean, there's some, like, he's had to redo the carpet. I don't know how many times. Like, even carpet in a boat at this point. Like, I don't even know if they make boats with carpet anymore. <laughs> you know, you know, but. No, so. <laughs> it's like a bad. Like 1995, it's like a, it's, it, no one says, Hey, it's, this is a competition, Oh, but, it's but everybody knows. It's a competition. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows. And yeah. so the and dad I, hears this yeah. and now it's a competition. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, growing up, like I used to go out and, uh, you know, it was feel like, you know, part of it was kind of like a hazing thing. Like the youngest guy is the bait guy, you know, they don't even like call oh, you yeah, a fisherman, yeah. you're bait boy. Yeah. You know, like I would go out, you know, like as a 12 year old kid, I could already throw a six foot cast net. Yeah. Nice, man. And I was like okay. a, a cast net, big, you know, taller than me. They're tough, man. They know how to you fold it up, throw it over the shoulder. Okay, I do know that. I and they would, uh, you know, like go, they would be, you know, have some lures hooked up. They'd go drop me off, you know, on a, on a little island or something in the middle of the river, or, you know, some point off a lake and be like, hey, go catch, you know, catch bait. We'll come back and get Yeah, you. we'll come back and get you after <laughs> we caught a few fish. You know? <laughs> that's great. So, I mean, yeah, like. That's great. I grew up just, you know, like cast netting for, you know, shad, freaking, you know, sunfish. Yeah, of course. Whatever it was, uh, we grew up just um, really whatever fishing with whatever. Fish yeah, feeding on. Yeah, exactly. What the big fish were feeding on. That's, you know, like we like fishing. I mean, I throw like I throw a lot of lures too, um, but it's invaluable information from what you can get out of the water, like what you can catch flipping over rocks, whether it's. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like fishing with uh, live bait or mm-hmm. with natural bait for whatever reason. You know, sometimes just, you know, you don't know how to, you know, don't feel like learning. It's a lot of work Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. go it is, to man. the lake. And then for the first, I mean, if you don't catch, you know, 
throwing a six foot net that weighs, you know, 15, 10 pounds, you know, 15 pounds. Yeah. Throwing that over and over. And yeah. then you're like, oh man, I had and no you bait. Catch anything. That's a lot of work. And having to go across the lake to go catch bait and all that stuff is nice to like have lures that, you that know, replicate. that replicate. And that's the thing. Like I use lures that replicate. You really want to get as close to, instead of tricking the fish to feed, like feeding the fish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get them to like where they're like, oh, don't have to think about it. Yeah, that's fish, what they nibble on or that's what they eat. Yeah, this is what, or like they, you don't realize how many times fish may be following your lure or bait and it's realized, hey, that's that's unfamiliar, yeah. especially in these really pressured. I mean, there's more, there's less fish than ever. Like and more fishermen than ever. Yeah, absolutely. So, but, but these look fish, those two things. These like may, these fish aren't stupid. They may see something and they go, they they turn and they start following it, and they're like, "No, that's not." They know, man. Fish are not stupid. And I said, also, like my friends, a couple of my friends and I, we have this thing. We'll go out and we'll get like skunked. You know, we don't catch anything. We're like, "Oh, these fish are sick." <laughs> these fish are sick. Like, yeah, right? do, do you ever but, go like that where you don't catch no fish? Uh, shit. Not in nope, a while. Not, this guy. <laughs> not in a while. Like I'm, I'm one of those like, like I just okay. If something doesn't He'll play the song. Work. He's a professional. If something he doesn't is. work, no. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. First thirty minutes. If I'm in a spot, Change. absolutely. I'm gonna find. It's about finding a pattern. It's not. People think like, oh, I have these spots. And he, and it's funny because even guides are like this. What gives you? I have that? this. What gives you that, that experience? It's, it's okay. Time person. on the water is but number one at the same place or knowing. No, that's the thing. I, that's why I don't mind <coughs> telling people what I use, what areas I fish, because I have constant. I there's variables. That's the thing. It's about cutting variables. So you have think of. I think about fishing like I think about science. I think about okay. I can I catch a whole bunch of trout today. Mm-hmm. Like where are they out in the river? Not like what spot, but is there a steep incline? Yeah. Are there a bunch of bait fish right here? Is that why they're here? Because they're feeding on these bait fish, they, or is it are because they yeah? Are they shallow? Are, are they, they deep in the or where the sun's shining? Or in yeah. that part? Or is are they, they in deeper this? where it's colder? Yeah. You know? People like yeah. think that's a mistake people make. Number one mistake: they start thinking about fish like people. They, that's why they they have all these flashy lures and stuff, and that like there's you know I've so, caught out of any lure, any lure. I mean there's you know I throw I didn't throw some forty dollar lures. Yeah, out of any lure I've, I've caught, yeah right, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> oh, I, I'm I'm honestly scared to throw it. Yes, yes like yeah. you hit that log, that's a you're done. No, I'm gonna go swimming. I have my swimming shorts whenever I throw yes, that I'm lure. I'm going all the way to that lure that's caught, and I'm swimming down and taking it off of that log, man. Because that's forty dollars, man. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like, there's there? there's a lot yeah, of no, dope, yeah. dude. There's they get crazy. lures over a hundred dollars. Yeah, Why would crazy. you spend that though? Because people, it's just realistic. People and think that that's the thing. Pe- these we these mean people or the fish? No, the pe- people. It catches more. Oh, they, people a lot of these, think it actually works. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're paying, you know. Like forty, fifty dollars for a lure. Like it's going it to be better realistic. It They've gotten to the point where they're doing three D prints of fish. You know, they they're literally plus their swim baits. Three D prints of fish. These swim bait, yeah. Plus it's a swim bait. Swim bait. So it's 
it's basically like cut in sections, right? So as you reel, the thing's moving like this. Boom. It's like, it looks like it's swimming, man. Each piece of it's moving or, independently. Yes, it's all independent and it looks Why like a real fish. Why would a fish eat a fish? That's what they eat. That's what they're trying to eat, bro. And so the thing is to replicate what these big fish really eat. Uh-huh. That's why these lures get so expensive, man, because yeah. they look just like the fish that are in the water. So what if the fish eats it? Then you, you catch it, a fish, yeah. bro. Yeah. You hook that thing, you set, you set that, you bring it in, you got a fish. Yeah. That's the whole, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like, like a like a 3D what print of a fish. Eats it? Like it doesn't go all the way down, right? You cut that but fish yeah, open, you, you get your $40. <laughs> <hit it>. <laughs> that's called a gut hook. Yeah, that's a gut hook, yeah. No, you but know, normally with the really lure. You need to go do that to the people yeah. that owe me money. Gut hooks are not good, man. Especially if you if you catch and release. Gut yeah. hooks, they, they damage the fish. So, I mean, yeah, okay. ideally you want a hook in the mouth. You know, like get a nice – and you learn how to set, man. And you set in the mouth and and you don't injure the fish. You release him and, he's, and he or she is good to go. And that's it, man. Yeah. Sorry, man. I'll take over that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's hey. good. I was like, man, your description of a swim bait was no, great. I saw you. No, you're good. Like, no, hey, good. you want to leave Justin for coaching to come work with me? Right? Unpaid internship? No. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bag to use, man. We're so awesome. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, that sounds like you have a great time with it. So, all this time you've always been fishing, all this time since younger to, to, to now – being a big boy, um, what's the biggest fish you ever caught? Biggest fish I've ever caught. Trophy fish you've ever caught. Trophy be- fish. Be- best trophy. How about that? But, okay, biggest best fish. Tro- could be- I so I can tell you. So I have a feet around the same size. So I've caught. You got feet the same size as the biggest fish. No, I've caught a few the same size. <laughs> feet the oh. same. I, I do wear a size twelve. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice fish, right? Yeah. If it's that's a nice fish, fish, yeah. Some fish. That's, that's a big ass shoe. <laughs> Anyways. Um, trophy biggest yeah. trophy man okay so as far i mean i think most people bass fish so i'd say uh okay. as far as like trophy bass i have three over 10 pounds nice okay so that's like everybody tries to get to the double digits yeah of course man of that's course. i have three and it's tough digits. yeah it's, it's tough no there and it's, it's very tough more people fish for bass than any other fish around here mm-hmm. yeah um, really? They're they're smart. They have good eyesight. Um, Especially Atlanta Park, man. Oh, Atlanta Park bass. They're so overfished. The smartest bass in yeah, the state. They're so overfished. They've they... seen everything. Yes, man. Yeah. You know what though? I catch them. I've got figured out how to catch those guys. I, I'm not gonna say that's a, yeah yeah that's, that's a little secret. Okay. Yeah. Those, ba- those bass are tight lipped. I'm even more tight lipped. If I can give you my opinion, it comes down to the. Well, I guess lack of terminology, but the string you use. That's me. The what? Like string. And someone's oh, oh, yeah. Me it's like the string. Yeah, something like uh, monofilament is not good. It's like the, the fish can see it. You know, it's like, I, I don't know. That's just so, what someone's told me. It's like there are different things you can use. There, there is definitely something. Visible. It's about being as natural Absolutely. As, Absolutely. as possible. So the higher, yeah, okay, you might have... Um, like really high grade line, um, you know, like high test line. You know, I don't, I don't want to lose a fish, so I'm gonna use thirty pound line. Well, I honestly, especially in freshwater, I rare unless I'm fishing for catfish, something big, I'm rarely using higher than eight pound line. Yeah, six pound line. I u- usually use six pound line. 
Well, I mean, you you can uh, you know fix your drag to the point where you're you know they're not going to be pulling out at six pounds of pressure. Yeah, so you want it to pull out. You know, maybe you know four or you, five pounds of pressure. You, you can, can wear out a big. That. You can balance. One of the biggest sure. fish I ever caught. Um, caught it was close to a forty pound uh, flathead catfish out of the Guadalupe here in New Braunfels. Ooh. I was bass fishing on a six pound line, and I caught a forty plus pound wow, flathead. And they're known to fight. Oh, and they're they known are. they oh, have they fight, burrows. They fight you? Oh yeah, dude. They I brought they will, like they will sink into. Burrows. They know every. They yeah. They know if anybody knows man. anybody about a flathead catfish. Um, in this area, central Texas, the biggest predator fish in Texas eat anything they can fit in their mouth. Oh yeah. I mean, they'll eat turtles, ducks, other fish, bass. (laughs) (laughs) They do, man. Justin. They they will swim in logs. They will swim. swim, Yeah. yeah, They will take you you into stuff that you get stuck. That's so, it. I mean, they they fight so hard to not be pulled in. You never, and there's a great population here, um, in the Guadalupe River. You rarely see people catch them yeah. because, for one, they're predator fish, and they aren't looking for dead stuff. So people, most people that are cat fishing are fishing with you know, you know, stink bait, or cut bait, or something like that. Yeah. Certain times of year you can catch them on cut bait, especially during the winter time. But uh, most of the time they're going to be feeding on live fish. Yeah. And um, so, and a lot of times, I mean, I've caught big flatheads with bass in them. You know, they feed on. Oh, yeah, you cut them open and you look, and you're like. Yeah. Wow, dude. So actually, I have a story. Um, I was. Uh, I'll even. I'll let y'all know. I was between Cypress Bend Park and where the mouth of the Come Out River. Write this down. <laughs> right. right. Like, like, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get these. Uh, um, New Braunfels. This is like a great. I mean, this is honestly one of the route the the runs I make as a guide um, from the Guadalupe River to. Um, the Faust Bridge in Bronx, okay. like below yeah. that dam. Yeah. So that whole stretch, so you have like okay. some unique features, a lot of limestone. Um, you have a lot of crevices, a lot of uh, cypress trees with roots in the water. So you have a lot of, a good population of bass, a lot of population of the, um, so you have a good population of largemouth, good population of smallmouth bass, which they haven't released since the 80s. They used to release them in Canyon Lake. But Who they releases the, them? Now they release so the Texas trout. Parks and Wildlife releases certain species around the state. There's also some, um, like, uh, for trout, mm-hmm. there's some independent um, groups like Trout Unlimited that release trout in the state. So, um, so there's no natural – the only natural lake in Texas is Cato Lake. So this, this so state was just covered make, with rivers a long time ago. Make me understand this. The state goes and drops these yeah. trout in there mm-hmm. so that way it populates. Well – um, as far as the trout, they don't because it's not, um, they're unable to spawn naturally in the river. Like some, some do, but not a, to the point where they could sustain. But, the but when, when they drop them, New Braunfels also hosts like a kid's fish day on river road where like, so they, they do live year round. Yeah. In the, in, but, a bunch but they of won't spawn. So how many do they drop into the river? Hundreds of thousands. Dude. So when? Many, so many. And once so, a year, once a year. Well, they, um, they release them um, starting in November through like February yeah. or sometimes the beginning but of March. But why? Because when they built, so all these ecosystems a long time ago, I think of everything was a river. There's no okay. lakes in Texas besides Cato Lake, which is a natural lake. Okay. So everything's rivers. Everything's man So everything, so think of Canyon Lake. Canyon Lake's like a hundred feet deep. Correct. 
And so the bottom of the lake, um, the water is really cold coming out of there. So this is a problem that they realized that when they built it back in the day, they didn't really realize it's going to be a problem that these fish populations that are warm water fish started dying out or moving way, way down river because mm. where the water is warmer, they're not used to this cold water coming out of this, you know, coming, they're used to, you know, 70 degree water and this water's coming out in the fifties. They're going to kill them off. They, yeah. They kill them off. They can't, or they can't spawn. Yeah. And so they move further down. So they realize, Hey, we have this whole big fish, this big section of river without hardly any fish. Yeah. So we're going to have to start stocking, to bring the recreation back into this area. So they've been stocking since I believe the sixties or seventies. And so, so there's this, I mean, this, this is a fishery. This is a big time fishery. Big time fishery. You know about this too? Yeah, absolutely. So like, class fishery. Grab, yeah. So they just going to grab these fishes and they bring them over here and they throw them into our river so that way we can catch them or just so that way they can populate. They, can so catch, so they, they don't live. trout don't populate, but like they have <laughs> all sorts of stocking pro- programs yeah. around the state that improve. A lot of these uh, okay, fisheries. Okay. So even bass, so like when, largemouth bass, when they they're Florida strain largemouth bass. So they're not even. Do they gain weight as they're here? Yeah, like in our in our water. Well, say with trout, once they drop trout, uh, I have a buddy that owns a business right on River Road, and it, it's like shortly after you know Canyon Lake, mm. and and he hosts this big fishing deal, like where a bunch of kids come out and fish, like. I mean, and the kids are going to catch fish. It, yeah. It's just to get every kids. Time. It, yeah, absolutely. Every time. It's just to get kids like like excited about it, man. And they can bring anything. And these trout are just going to buy it. That's cool. And it's a, th- it's, it's a lot of fun, man. And That's you pay awesome. a small fee and you bring your kids out and you let them. You're guaranteed to catch a fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like Ben's oh, yeah. business over here. Absolutely. Yeah. Ben's it's business. the only other yeah. place here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, we had not even talked about this, man. What's your business called? Is Langford Fishing Guide. Oh, right. snap. Langford, no yeah. shit, right. We're in the second. Don't just silver buyers. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. No, I love it. Fishing I'm sorry. Guide. Follow I, me on Facebook. Uh, on uh, Follow me at Facebook at Langford uh, Kayak Fishing. Um, on uh, Instagram, <laughs> Langford Fishing. Okay. I'm not like super... Hey, Super man. savvy with the social media, but I'm getting there. You know, good, I'm working man. on it's it. Like, I need somebody to work on it, bro. Right I, know, here, bro. I, need, I need someone else to take pictures. Hit me up, bro. Hit me up. I got you. I, I had to get like a regular phone so I can actually take pictures. No more flip phone. What was it? <laughs> I know my, my girlfriend, I break, my, my so girlfriend told me last Nokia week I had break. to get rid of it. My wife told me last week I had to get rid of it. What is it? Langford what? Langford Fish. Langford Fish. Oh, like Langford Kai. Langford Kai. Huh? And that? Okay, let's see. It's done this stuff right here. Yeah. Dang, I found it, bro. I'm gonna like that son of a gun. Dang. So we're here on his Facebook uh, right now. Ooh, look at this guy. guy. Look, look at this. So we start, Yeah, I started. Dang, uh, that's a good looking. Gar. I love it. That's man. one Along good looking. Gar, uh, that's one good looking guy. I mean, fish. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Both. Dang, so let's see. Yeah, uh, trout season just ended. I mean, that was definitely my <laughs> my best Ooh. season. Beautiful Guadalupe Rainbow Trout. That's cool, man. Not ready to be released. That's that, cool, that's, bro. The, that's a great. That's a great season, man. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love love catching trout. Hello, another beautiful day on the Guadalupe. We're watching these videos right now, so. Beautiful Guadalupe Rainbow Trout. Did we not just watch this? Definitely, yeah, definitely. I, I would say. No, I thought, it was a, I, I thought it was a different one. It looked different. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Dang. So hey, man, well, you're, yeah, you're, that's a couple. Uh, you're putting people on some nice. Yeah, fish, definitely. Man, uh, I, you know? 
So uh, one thing about the fishery in the Guadalupe River for trout, um, there is a actually trophy zone. For, Santos. For fit. Yeah, Santos. Yeah, I know Santos. Oh, he's your cousin? My first cousin. Yeah. Really? That's nice. Cousin. Yeah, he shout out to Santos Rodriguez, one of my, my old Santos. school fishermen. We need to get out there and catch some more fish. Damn, look at the color so That's a brown trout. That's cool, right? That's so there's nice, two uh, species of trout they release in the Guadalupe, brown trout and uh, rainbow trout. There's Chris Gonzalez with a big old trout. Yeah, this is nice, man. That's what's up. Yeah, so trout, it's a lure only if you want to keep them. So I fish artificials only for trout. But I definitely like to uh, replicate what they're feeding on in this. Yeah, of river. course. Yeah. yeah. Most people fly fish for them. I, I, th- I throw a conventional tackle at them. Dude, that's cool, man. And it looks like you're very Dang, look at yeah, that bad boy, bro. Yeah, look at my leg. Look, look at my leg. Look at that leg, bro. Yeah. Dang, that's just bigger than Big you die. My yeah. Did that nigga try to bite bass you? Bass fishing. Yeah, I was kind of bass fishing. I'm sorry, man. My language right now. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. It's my podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. So we're checking this out. This is so crazy, man. Y'all got to check out Langford Kayak Fishing Guide Service on Facebook. You can Langford, see some... uh, Langford Fishing on Twitter. I got a few more pictures on Twitter. There you or go. On, so... uh, Langford Fishing on Instagram, I should say. Dude, this is so cool, man. So I told I told Ben a long time ago. I was like, man, I started vlogging. And I have a couple of videos on Facebook, J-Rock and a TV. I mean, on uh, YouTube. And I told him I want to go on you know, on a trip with him and record the whole thing. It'd be really cool. And uh, you can see how much of a jabroni I am when it comes to fishing. But it'd be a funny thing you to check out. You won't touch the fish. I won't. I won't <laughs> I'll touch mean, I'll the make fish. Sure we catch- All right, hey, we are back for this last part here. Again, if you're on Anchor, you're seeing that this is the third part. If not, you are just continuing. And we are going to continue, too. We're having a good conversation here with Ben Langford and with good old boy, George. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not supposed to say boy George. My you homie George. You know who boy George has been? No, that's okay. We'll talk about it. No, 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 no. No, this is the beauty. Oh, we cannot sidetrack this, this right is, now. Hold on. Just real quick. Just real quick. Boy George. Boy George, real quick. I'm Googling it right now. You should, two people. I asked you earlier. This is boy George. I've asked him. Like oh, like call me boy George. Yeah. Does that look like him? It's weird. Now the face is going. the face is going. No. So anyway, I'm like a, I'm like one of those plastic baits. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you told us about the exciting part, and of course, in every business and anything that we do, there's always downfalls and stuff like that. But what would you say is the cutthroat part of this business? Um, it's funny you say that. Like I, uh, getting into the business, I kind of, you know, of course, you know, I kind of expect you know some of my colleagues to be a little more like tight-lipped about you know, spots and what they're bait you're yeah, using. I, I mean, growing up, we had, uh, we never paid for a guide ourselves, but we actually had a friend, uh, Manny, who guided on uh, Calaveras Lake for, he's been guiding Does out he there. Does he still for, guide? Yeah. I think I've been on 30, a guide yeah, with him, man. 30 years. Manny who? Like that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I want to say Is he, Manny, he does fishing with Manny. He's like, his, yeah, man. Yeah. And I, it's like this big, well, it could be anyone, but I'll show you pictures after this. Yeah, he has like a yeah, charter run. runs. He's yeah, charter. He's, nice he actually holds the uh, record for the biggest redfish on Calaveras Lake. Cool, man. So I mean, he used to go. To the same guy. Has to be. Yeah, he so. used to just. Um, You're cool with this guy. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Um, we would go. I mean, it's been years since I talked to him, but as a little boy, we'd go out 
Um, I'm a real boy. <laughs> right. Uh, my um, my dad and my you know dude Brad we go fishing with. He he knew him and he would hit us up. Hey, um, you know if he was on a scouting trip or uh, that's one thing like with guiding like we do a lot of scouting trips so we go oh, out. Yeah. Just by ourselves, kind of figure out, you know, try to find the figure, you know, figure out the pattern of the fish at that specific yeah. time of year or specific weather, or whatever. You know, we it's part of the process of guiding. It's a lot more than just showing up and saying like, "I yeah. can put you on a fish." So yeah, that was that, you know, you 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 know, you go on these trips and we you know catch fish, but there's a, a process leading up to that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so like you know, being you know fishing with Manny and uh, you know. I kind of expected like a little more camaraderie. Yeah. Well, like fishing on the Guadalupe for trout here, you know, there's a, a lot of charters that take out of here, green, uh, green outfitters. Um, uh, there's, so, like, there's a bunch, yeah, a bunch of, there's definitely competition. And I, and I expected, you know, not, you know, I wasn't expecting them to be like, Oh, Hey, there's fish over here, you know, yeah. you know, like, anchor, an, yeah, anchor up beside me. Let me, yeah. Let me anchor through. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I wasn't expecting any of that. You know what that means. <laughs> so we, uh, you know, I, I had a, uh, actually, you know, at the time I was actually just taking out a couple of buddies. And, but I mean, it was on a, I had a uh, guide trip coming up. It was a scouting trip. So I was taking it a little more serious. I wasn't fishing yeah, myself. Yeah. I was just having them catch fish. And we were, it was just one of those days where everything was going right. You know, it was just yeah. every spot. Um, we were just looking on everything. fish. Yeah, yeah. At this point, you know, we'd caught like twenty plus fish, and I noticed some. You know, the, I'm on kayaks, and uh, the guys are floating by in these uh, like floating like rafts. And I had, a, you know, one of these guys asked me, you know, how many, um, you know, fish have you caught? Have you guys caught? You know, and uh, at that point, we had caught easily you know 25 to 30 fish and yeah. i said we you know we, we caught about 20 and he just says uh bs like yells it I'm like like not yells, in, yeah, like bs yeah not in and you know he wasn't yeah didn't use the acronym either and i'm actually oh, taking right, forward, yeah, yeah like and not have people with you i have people with me does he you have know, people with him he has people with him so he's just mad because he yeah. hasn't caught anything to show his people shout that. out to real fly yeah and uh later that day we were just i mean killing it on the river i think we Woo. finished with 40 plus fish that's awesome man. yeah um just one of those days just great fishing get back posted some pictures on uh, social media and um you know i'm fully licensed i have you know i wouldn't risk it you know putting, yeah my livelihood to you know, for that, for, and for one, I was also taking people off for free. I wasn't even charging them. So for them, I actually had, and I, that guy told me, Hey, BS told me, Hey, I'm a guy too. You know, like we're catching fish cause I know what I'm doing. You know, I've been fishing yeah, this, yeah. this water for 20 plus years for trout. Like I know what yeah. I'm doing. He probably just so, moved here. Yeah, exactly. There's really, yeah. he did. Yeah. No, the problem, you know, there's, they're not, you know, real fly and a lot of these other um, outfitters are, I'm a sole proprietor, so I just work for myself and fish for myself. These guys are, um, provided the rafts, this kind of thing. They're kind of told, Hey, these were these fish. Yeah. Yeah, They're under a company. They're like employees. Yeah. And so these guys were like the planet fitness of fishing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's very common. Like, and that's the thing, like, it's just a business. Like he's talking about the struggles. Like that's one of the struggles of being like a a guide. Like there's a lot of overhead, You have a lot of equipment, 
they're having to you know keep your equipment in top shape and stuff like that like so there's money to it so i I get you know why most people are going to go through an outfitter like at least starting out before they're doing you know you haven't filed your own taxes and all that stuff and then that's what's the beauty of what you're doing is because you're in a town that is small and if you promote yourself well enough you can build your business to be strong here and i think that's what's different about other people that i know people i know people that no longer live here because they they moved here like Eight years ago, they try to do their business for two years. It doesn't work. They get pissed and then they leave. Well, you didn't, your business wasn't good enough for you to grow in a small town. Or you don't know those people. Yeah, like surviving the off season, you know, like that kind of thing. Like you can, you know, my business is predicated a lot on the tourists in New Braunfels. But also where like I can keep my business going is the local people. Yeah. You know, getting, you know, good with the local people, whether it's them taking trips or, or word of mouth, like, hey, like, you know, Ben knows what he's doing. He, you know, he's a local boy. He's been fishing here his whole life, you know, promote yeah. this guy yeah. over yeah. this yeah. guy that fly fishes in Colorado yeah. and just comes here during the uh, two be, months or three he, months of trout fishing yeah. and fishes the river yeah. that I fish year round. He may be great at fly fishing. Yeah. But is he great at fly fishing here in New Braunfels? Yeah. And, the, and that's There's the thing, like, I, and I, like I don't fly fish, and that's another thing that all these oh, outfitters yeah. are fly fish only. So, well, not only especially are with people in like a, a tourist town, but fly fishing is is different for them. So they're like, oh wow, I can learn a whole new yeah. thing. Yeah, but that's that's not clearly and also the like, best way to get it done. Um, even like in the trout in the trophy trout zone, it's one fish per person per day, which and over eighteen inches, which is a big. Big trout, true trout, yeah, and they'll actually, or, or they force their clients to release everything. And I think so that's something you, so that I. You, so when you caught the twenty fish that day, did you take them with you, or did you have to let release them? Everything go, but um, so when I, allowed, I let them decide what. So when you so allowed to keep them if they're over that that uh, eighteen inch limit. When so you there, catch them at that part of eighteen. So there's there is a they have to be eighteen inches long. Yeah, oh, and then there's so also a section of the river. You know, but you're right. There's also a section of the river where you can only catch them between the. But they don't know that shit. The well, I'm sorry, New Brunswick. It doesn't even matter if you know it or not. <laughs> I'm sorry, New Brunswick. The game wardens it's know, yeah, and they are really over. They know? Oh yeah. How do you? I, I'm sure this to, is a deeper to, conversation. That is their job. I'm sure there's a deeper conversation, but how do they know? In New Braunfels, that section of the river is the most regulated section of river in the state of Texas. Okay, damn it. Okay, they know that. So we're not going to go that. Can't deep, even but, use okay. we don't have natural bait in that section of the river if you're fishing for trout. Yeah, you can. There's other. There's you know catfish and other things in that section of the river. And if you're fishing with live bait or whatever, and you catch a trout, you have to immediately release it because if you even if you caught that fish on a lure and then you're like, you know, I'm going to go catfish for a couple hours and and start fishing with some. Cut bait, live bait. Just they're, having that fish. Yeah, they're gonna say, "Oh, you've been fishing with live yeah. bait. You probably caught it with live bait." And get a done. big time fine. You mm-hmm. risk getting equipment taken. You can lose taken. all your equipment, bro. Yeah, they can take Everything. your equipment if they Everything. want to. They can take your equipment. Oh yeah, this shit is serious. Oh, it's it very is serious. Dead. <laughs> I mean, it's serious. the same with hunting. I hunt, so it's it's. They'll revoke your license. Absolutely, man. Really? They'll take, they'll take your weapons. They'll take everything, dude. Your truck is so. And your truck. Your, your no, boat. They your truck. They can. Yeah. And how are you gonna get they'll home? Find you on top of that. Yep. It's a big deal. That's yeah. nice. Why do they take your truck for? Mm. Accessory. You better put yeah, Uber on your phone. Crime. So, so that's <laughs> uh, 
So they they that's play. the cutthroat. So, so apparently, well, not, so, not so, even no, that. Like, just, they're yeah, not, no, they're no, not no, even cutthroat. Yeah, they're doing their job. Doing you know, their and their I respect them. We wouldn't have the fisheries yeah. we have if it wasn't for these guys. So going to the cutthroat that you said, it's not even – game wardens, no, dude. They're doing their job because they are poachers. They're people that do things that, like – because if they don't, Basically, then you can't continue to do it. Yeah, I mean, there would be no fish. I mean, and that was a problem, you know, years ago. That's why they enacted those policies in the first place. Like, back yeah, in the day, like, my uncle, he would just, hey, he was following the rules. <laughs> he would fill his whole front yard. Not, not ice chest. Like, yeah, yeah. the bottom of his boat, you know, like, where he, he's walking yeah, over fish. fish fry. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, He would yeah. say, actually, yeah, back then he would sell Dude, like he would said, he was always selling plates and stuff. Yeah. And he, uh... <laughs> So, I mean, the cutthroat side, like, definitely see it with the other guides, like, you know, and, and you know, I'm considered, you know, and, and not saying that all guys are like that, because there's also, yeah, there's actually, yeah. I've had, I met a lot of some really good guys, cool guys, yeah. like, hey, you know. Like, uh, I think that might be, you know, at the, at, the, yeah. at the, you know, at the end of the day, when I'm pulling up, we're all pulling up the same ramp, you know, we know yeah, that yeah. this business isn't easy, like, yeah. we're dependent on weather, like, other variables besides ourselves, and, um, you know, I, I'm going to support anybody, you know, regardless of what I'm shown, like I'm going to, I'm just going to be me, you know, if yeah, someone asks, no, hey, that's good. That's good what are you throwing, you know, like, I'm going to tell you, I'm not, there's yeah. enough fish in the river, I'm not so well, focused on, I'm going to know Tony Rillo, but what are you no, throwing? I'm not talking about, oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 but what am I throwing? Um, so for trout, I, uh, I generally throw, I mean, obviously artificial only, so there's a, I'm not going to tell you exactly what I throw, but I throw some crankbaits. I throw a lot of like natural looking crankbaits. Like, yeah. go, yeah. You guys go, go flip up some, y'all at home, go flip up, uh, flip some rocks over in the Guadalupe and River. See what, those, yeah, see what see, they're they eating. Look like, man. Walk yeah, the river, see what they're eating, and yeah, yeah, replicate that, what you're seeing. Yeah. Throw, throw things that look like that in the water. Yeah. You know, that's... That's what you know, that's what you're gonna. That's how. Let me, you're gonna let me ask you one last, or I say a last question, but let me lead into something else, Ben. I have got to go home after work, and you know, sometimes wash the dishes, yep. throw in some laundry, you know, clean the house for my my wife to come home, and then I say, "Hey, uh, you know, I knocked all this stuff out. Like, let me go fish <laughs> for a few hours, you know." And not all the time. She's very gracious. She's She's cool, man. Like we we're, we're cool. Like we agree on a lot of stuff. But sometimes it takes that. Yeah. Marriage. You know. Sometimes though, on top of that, <laughs> or not even on top of it, but that because that's an outlet for me. You know, I love to go relax. So fishing is very relaxing for me. So sometimes I have to convince her. You know, especially when we both have a, had a hard week. Oh yeah. Does that happen with you still, or do you have the outlet of like? Oh hey, like I'm doing scouting. Like this is my business. I gotta go. I have to go scout because of this. Yeah. I don't know, man. How does that work I think, for you? Um, you know, like definitely, I still have. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I got into guiding. I think in the yeah. first place, like I feel like. I mean, I think there was almost like a whole month, which is like unheard of for me not to go fishing. Like I felt like I was losing myself. You know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. who am I? Yeah, who <laughs> am like, I? Fishing <laughs> basketball, bro. <laughs> and. uh I think my, you know, having a partner just in general that understands like your passions and, uh, you know, I, you know, I love my wife, Jennifer, you know, she's, you know, I've known her for a long time yeah, man. and, uh, I think with any good relationship, you know, their respect, like what you're passionate about, whether, and I'm not saying like your wife's going to let you go fishing whenever, but, you know, um, you know, them, 
Like also, you know, you, I always, you know, try to pull my load. Um, definitely yeah, like before a big trip, like yeah, um, the dishes are going to be done, that kind yeah. of thing. No, I get that. Cool, man. But, so that's a, yeah. Um, so, so making yeah. the, I'm not know, the only it, one. it helps. Like I know one of the reasons why I got in the guide and like, you know, making a little money, you know, with this, like definitely helps. But um, include, you know, like one of our first day, actually our first date or I took her bass fishing. That's it's actually cool, like man. a funny that's story really cool. because at the time. The best catch you've ever had, huh? Yeah, no, she's definitely a catch. That's for sure. She's a great catch. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Best guy, yeah. There you that, go. That's, that's world class. What, world your, record. What's your, what's yeah. your wife's name? Jennifer. Jennifer, you're one lucky girl, Jennifer. Um, <laughs> that's the first date we ever uh, went on. I took her fishing uh, on Ladybird Lake in Austin. And uh, I told her, next, hey, next fish, however big it is, you're going to reel it in. I hooked the biggest bass of my life. No oh, kidding. No it was over <laughs> nine so pounds. There's a picture of it yeah. too. And I was using like really light tackle. Jen had never fished before in her life. You still have that picture? I still, yeah. Still You're going to send me that picture I'll, and the picture for this podcast? Yeah. It's going to be that fish. That, That's going to be the picture for this podcast. Because she even thought like, like afterwards, she's like, oh man, like, this is easy. <laughs> yeah. And you're I'm like, like Easy. You, don't, <laughs> you don't have any idea how long it's taken me. People, people go their people whole lifetime. Excuse span. my French, but I'm a bitch if she thought that was easy. <laughs> well, I she can't. thought it was easy, so, you know. I'm the same. She, <laughs> yeah, so, sorry. Crazy. Yes, man, that's... Um, but, um, no, we, I feel like we just support each other and what we... Awesome, man. Yeah, you know, doing life, and it's just getting away, you know, it's... It's not always easy, but um, I feel like help, you know, including her definitely helped. Like I, you know, I've already taken my daughter out quite a few times. That was my next I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah, I, I still haven't taken her on the kayak. Like she mainly, I go out, catch some bait and she plays with the bait in the bait bucket, you know, like. Hey, that's a big step, man. Because yeah. I know a lot of, I won't touch you know, no and bait, your, your no daughter bucket. is what, three years old, right? <laughs> He's three. I, I won't touch I know, no bait, no bucket. I know boys that are three, five. Eight, ten years old that will not touch bait. Like, I'm thirty. No, <laughs> dude, it's thirty. I know. I'm 30. I know a boy, I know a boy that's thirty that won't touch bait. Man, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, 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 like you're not a man, so you can bait your own hook. So. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. Oh, I can bait her. Right? I've been bait for a lot of women out there, right? Get out of here, man. So I'm just saying, that's really cool, man. And that was kind of like where I was leading, like. Cool. Like, you don't necessarily have to convince her, but how else do you, like, manage your time between, you know, your day job and your business and your wife and your daughter? How do you pull all this together, man? How do you I, I re- how do you implement all of that to where it's, like, it, how do you bring them all into um, – how, how, yeah, how do you bring it all together? So That's I, it, man. I, 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 before you answer that – sorry. I read this today and I actually posted some on Facebook. It said, and of course you're married, but this says, if we're dating, I want to be your second priority. I want your first priority to be you, your ambitions, your life, and your future, because my priority right now is me and mine. Finding happiness and security alone is crucial to finding it together. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like, you I know, agree with that. a lot of people look, and especially with relationships, like, get into a relationship looking for something if you don't find that thing in yourself Mm -hmm. like when you find it in yourself like hey i have something to bring to the table absolutely that's when you're ready 
Yeah. Holy shit. That's that. when you're ready to bring it all together. And I feel like, uh, I mean, it's definitely, you know, for me, it hasn't been easy. You know, like, I think not, yeah, no one, has. nobody. It's, you yeah, know, it's. Everybody goes somewhere in battle. Everybody does. And, um, you know, it's, you know, looking back, like at that time, like, I mean, I went through some, you know, I didn't know what to do. You know, I didn't know what, you know, what am I, you know, I knew what I was passionate about, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Yeah. And, Shit, um, that was me you too. know, like I had, you know, I, my, my daughter was a surprise. And, you know, like, that's like, I just remember, I still, just like yesterday. I we were married before you had the kiddo? No. No, we were, you know, working on things like we, we had been together for, you know, I think at that point, like five or six years. We'd been together for a long time, but. Can I ask, were you still in college or like right after? So like, I. Oh, I'm trying to find the time frame. Where I had just graduated. graduated. My wife was still in college. Okay. So, so which was terrifying for her. Tied in together. Yeah, this her last semester. Yeah, she was. This is coming around full circle. Her, uh, my little girl was uh, due in May. So she's born May 5th, you know, when it's graduation. May. Yeah, May, man. Oh, so yeah. she was oh. taking finals while she, I mean, any time, you know, she could have, yeah, pop, pop, literally pop, pop, pop. the day before she was, my daughter was born, my wife was walking on UT campus, Get 40 the, acres. The day before? Yeah. My wife is a superhero. Like That's cool, man. Yeah. Like, okay. it was still, you know, like, uh, you know, runs, like, you know, she's like a marathon runner, like, a, you know, Dude, she's just what? a super, mar- mar- like, That's super cool, woman. Man. Popped that baby out in an hour. Yeah, wow, like, man. like I mean, ready said hi. Yeah, I, bet, I was like, I saw that. I was like, man, I better shit. I better step up, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. she, you know, the I just no excuses. Yeah, I was like, I, I better start turning into Aquaman. <laughs> you know, what let, me, let me tell you this. I, I know we're recording the podcast. No, go and, ahead. And and I'm recording this. You know, we're seeing this no, video yeah, here. I hope this all comes out well, man, because I want people to see how excited you were just to talk about your wife. Yeah, I agree. yeah. And that's the thing, like you and, have to and, be and we can hear it in your voice, dude, but it's also a really cool thing to like see, see it. And uh, and uh, I'm gonna get Yeah, you have to be you know, you know you have to be so you know, your number the number one fan, I you know, you gotta be standing on the sidelines Absolutely. of your significant other. Yeah. yeah. You want to work, you have to make them happy, you know, like not you know, of course like the happy happiness comes intrinsic intrinsically, but like you do what you can to, to make, make it, it work. work. It is not yeah. easy, and everybody yeah. has a different path, different yeah. upbringing, different love Absolutely. language, all those things. Well, and it's and realizing yes, what that partner needs, Absolutely. and and being there. Being and sometimes present. that goes that that takes getting out of like our own way and getting out of like how we were raised to like shut some things down to go support someone else. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Sacrifice. Man. It, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's sacrifice of like how, again, how you were raised or the things you think. Because you, you have to meet in the middle, man, on everything. Yeah. You know, and I, I think obviously that's how you're making it work. Yeah. I mean, we live in a real world, you know, like especially starting out in a business, like you're going to take some losses. Like just starting out. Oh, yeah. A lot of over Dude, I've lost Period. a lot of money. I've lost a lot. I mean, I'm going into like relationship. To this day, I don't really don't understand it, but I, I I'm sure some of it was because all the money I lost in Blockbuster Wrestling, I lost a lot of fucking money. Yeah, yeah, a lot of money, and it made me realize until like literally almost three years ago, I was like, okay, I'm done. And then by that time, before even basketball can boom, my relationship was done. But it made me realize at the end of the day, like I didn't give up on who I was or who what I wanted. 
And even after I had broken up with my ex, like she realized like, okay, I get it what you wanted and now it's happening for you. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't give up on what I wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I think that's where it's at too. So that's good stuff, man. It's good stuff that you don't, that she, you have that within that relationship. Yeah. Because there's other dudes out there that are busting their butts, man. And their women don't appreciate it. They're on social media and they're like, they're cheating on their dudes. You know what I mean? It's just crazy stuff, bro. So appreciate what you got. Appreciate where it's at. Happy for you, Ben. Where do you want to go completely with this business stuff? Like, I know you mentioned. So, yeah, like, so, um, yeah, my background's in psychology, you know, I have a psych degree from ET. Um, you know, initially I thought, you know, like I wanted to do therapy. Um, things happened in life and it kind of like got muddled a little bit. But I think now um, I had, definitely have a vision of, um, you know, I, I definitely still want a guy. Yeah. But I want to take absolutely. people out. Um, and for me personally, um, I'm just guiding, but fishing in general, like taking the kayaks out you know, floating down the river. Um, it's a, it's surreal. a recharge. There's something surreal. And reach- just being out there, man. It's, yeah. It, it's like, it, I don't know. Like people say like you're one with nature, but it's just great. Man. Th- this thing right yeah, here is get rid the of devil. Your phone, man. Yeah. Like right now, guys, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm shaking my phone because it's literally <laughs> the devil. It really is. It is, man. And as, as bad as it sounds, like personally myself, I cannot live with, I can't. I can't live without we'll this. Cut out the keyboard, but no, I, I said that. <laughs> Back to bad. Yeah. Where are you going? Um, so um, I always wanted to be like a therapist or help people. Like, you know, that's something like, you know, I've been through therapy. Um, you know, I've struggled with things in my life. Um, is you know, as long, you know, everybody struggles. Yeah. And I found, um, you know, therapy helped. But also um, I feel like a therapy that knows – like I felt therapy being by myself on the water and I felt like, you know, with the mundane everyday paying the bills, working, you know, working a um, eight to five job, you know, it was taking a lot out of me. And I felt like getting on the water really recharged my batteries. Yeah. And, right and, down. you know, like I could go, you know, have a chill night with the boys, drinking beer, going yeah. out with the friends, doing all that thing. Yeah. That was fun. And then you're tired. Yeah. The day. <laughs> I felt like, that was recharging Straight my batteries, up. taking out, taking, going out in the water, being by myself. There's times where, you know, just in the middle of Austin, Texas, being on Lady Bird Lake, I feel like that. Honestly, I found myself on Lady Bird Lake, and I'd be out there by myself at five o'clock in the morning as the sun was rising up. Nobody. There's something about. There's it, barely man. people on the road, and I'd be out there just sitting by myself fishing. The yeah. first, the first light, getting that sunrise, sitting. You're sitting out there thinking like, what like is life about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's cool, man. And you can, you, when you go it. out and you're putting stuff in your boat, you can't even see. Like it's yeah, dark. Yeah. It's going out there in the process of setting things up. And I feel like it's, you know, just in life, like enjoy the process. Like have, you know, at you know when you're going through life, um, you know, things are tough. And, you know, we all go through, you know, we always have that goal at the end. But yeah. life's really about the 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 road, you know. The, like life is about you know the journey and enjoying the journey. And the journey is not always, um, you know, not always easy, not always perfect. But I I think about it like climbing a mountain. Like you you climb, you do a lot of work, 
but sometimes you need to stop and enjoy the views. Yeah. You know, get to a point and enjoy and look, hey, look, what look what I've done. Look what you know I've worked towards, you know, and enjoy the process of it. And um, you know, I'm getting, you know, I feel like I've worked towards that and I'm starting in my life I feel like now I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying life. Not 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 always, you know, work for your goals, yes, but enjoy the present. You know, be there. You know, don't be, you know, like Always be in your phone. You don't be always worrying about what other people think. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, worry about you. Like, worry about you know, like being the best you. And somehow, somehow, being that will attract people, Excellent. like good people. Yeah, yeah. Man. And and what what basically like what you're doing, man? Do it 100. percent Yeah. Do it all the way. Enjoy what you're doing. Not worrying about whatever the hell else is going yeah. on around you. Like, yeah. Eventually, you know, I want to take that's, out. That's basically what we're doing here, man. Yeah, I want to each other, mm-hmm. talking about this. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, go. Oh, you're you good. Uh, I eventually, I want to take people out for free. You know, people that are struggling with, you know, problems. Like, you know, I'm a, I, you know, I want to get, you know, yeah, I have a degree in psychology, but I want to be like an actual like therapist where I'm taking people out in the water for free, nonprofit, just helping people because that's what life's yeah. about. It's really what it's about. Yeah, I'll be and I think at the end of the day, when I'm on my bed and you know, deathbed. I'll be like, hey, you can look back, yeah. and, and be proud of what you did, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good that's stuff, good, man. man. That's killer that's stuff, good, Ben. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, we, we we're cut time here. I want to catch up with you again, Ben. After we go on a trip, I think George will probably join us for that one too. So as oh, much as you enjoyed this, I had to have I had to have George <laughs> back for this one too. Guys, that's good stuff, man. There at the end of hearing that too of how the mindset is for Ben. That's exactly what I've talked about every single one of my podcasts is building that mindset on doing what's going to make you happy and doing what's going to make you uh, feel successful in life. So, uh, again, Ben, thanks, man. Appreciate you. Lord, thanks for coming out, friends. man, giving us your yeah. business. Lord, Georgie, three slaps. Guys, good seeing you. Good having you. We're going to be back with uh, J-Rock in a podcast soon. You're going to hear this tonight. You're going to hear this on Thursday. If you're hearing this on Friday, we recorded this yesterday. If you're hearing this in a year from now, we recorded this on a Thursday in May. And I think it's the 8th. Uh, yeah. But, guys, keep doing your stuff. Keep make sure you're grinding. It's 11 o'clock p.m. Jesus. It's 11 p.m. All right. Uh, guys, and do something. And it's the oh, it's the ninth. <laughs> That's Sorry, guys. We've uh, we've had a good conversation, but at the same time, we're drinking this drink that has two X's on it, <laughs> and uh, we're having fun, guys. This is what it's all about, though. Jay rocking a podcast. We're loving it. Thank you for listening. Make sure you do something nice for somebody. Your tomorrow's are never promised. Make sure you keep dabbing on the jabronis. Your boy J Rock, Ben, and G. Your boy George hey. is out. <laughs> we'll see you later.